Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. And it is not just Monday, it is Memorial Day. Uh, for all of those veterans out there who, you know, well, to be a veteran, you have to have served past tense. So for those of you who have served and those who are currently serving, we do thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And here is Memorial Day in memory of some of the you know, the best moments uh, in this country's history and some of the best moments in the business's <laughs> history of wrestling the Attitude Era live. Uh, we are live right now, one of the only live podcasts on the internet, uh, as well as probably one of the only live wrestling ones. I mean, a lot of these are, are done at some point during the week and then played on scheduled dates. So the fact that we are 100% live with this uh, kind of sets us apart a little bit. Hey, uh, Icon, I know we got some guests coming on, and uh, I'll get the intro with uh, you and Granny here, but we have had somebody on hold uh, since we since before we were on the air. Uh, I believe it's our first guest. We can get to him right away, or we could we go to him in a couple of minutes. It is the 414 area code. Yeah, well, uh, we'll uh, uh, we can get to him in a little bit. Uh, I know he's listening, right? Uh, well, uh, well, yeah, he's in the queue. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, we'll uh, do a little intro and then we'll get to you. All right. Cool. All righty. So, how are you guys doing on Memorial Day? I'm okay. Well, I'm doing good. Good. I just want to let you guys know real quick here. Uh, what the icon has got cooking on the horizon, um, you know, uh, in the in the future, uh, I've been talking to a lot of people that uh, have heard about the show, and uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Deb Gardner. Uh, she started a new uh, a new chat service, and uh, she started a wrestling uh, chat room thing, and uh, it's now sponsored by Attitude Air Live. So uh, she's been getting a lot of listeners through her uh, 
do her uh, service. So we want to send a shout out to her. Yeah, awesome. and definitely she's she, she's been one of our most supportive guests that we've had, and uh, you know just overall a fan. So yeah, I mean I mean anything Deb wants, uh, as long as it's within the parameters, we can do it. Right, and uh, uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a couple uh, burlesque dancers coming on. We're gonna have a couple Playboy models, uh, a couple cast members from uh, Sesame Street coming on. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, um, uh, a, a couple game show hosts, uh, actors, actresses. We're even gonna have a couple writers on. So, uh, hey, uh, we're continuing to grow. I mean, I know we this is a wrestling show, uh, but uh, what is the WWE known for around WrestleMania? They have celebrities and they have uh, superstars. So we do the same thing. Yeah, the WCW do it all the time too. They, you know, Dennis Rodman, David Arquette. I mean, various football players that were on there. I mean, yeah, both both of uh, both those shows she's do it all the time. Hey, speaking of football players, we're gonna have a couple of them as well. And um, the the one I'm really looking forward to once I once I nail them down, uh, we just gotta work out the details. Um, let's just say that uh, this particular individual. Um, has been listening to the show and uh uh apparently um well let's just say that uh has a an issue with one of the persons that we've been slamming over the last few weeks and uh yeah so oh, wow. uh, uh I'll keep that uh, I'll keep that on the burner right now and uh, also we're even going to have a uh, individual actor who starred in a couple uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone movies. Tell me, you guys can. Tell That's me awesome. What, what other podcast, radio show, delivers that? I don't think I would be capable of naming one. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we love Conrad Thompson. You know, we love him. You know, but he never has any guests on his show because they say they don't need any. Uh, you know, and uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, we have guests because we like having guests. We have a wide. Uh, would you say, of all the podcasts out there, we have a wide range, a potpourri, if you will, of guests and a plethora of uh, people on. Um, yeah, I, I would say we definitely do. We have more so than what a standard wrestling show would have. Exactly. Uh, do you uh, should we should we bring on our next guest, or uh, do you have to go over a few other things? Um, I'm all good, dude. I mean, I, I I can I can always put it in between guests. I mean, he's been waiting for a little bit now, so we can bring him on. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, bring him on in just one second. I also want to let everybody know uh, out there in uh, uh, podcast land, radio land, that. Uh, the icon is going to get hitched on September 25th, 2021. Because of COVID, we had to uh, move our uh, wedding a year. We're kind of disappointed about that. Um, with COVID, uh, my fiance is using it to keep her social distance from me. So, uh, so uh, I got to catch up to her in a year uh, to get this thing done. So, um, you guys have a year to make your travel plans to get down here because uh, 
we're going to have to podcast the uh, ceremony on the uh, on the air. All right, yeah, let's do it. At least part of the reception, anyway. All right, so yeah, man. I mean, I got I got the um, I, I got the the portable mics, and I, I'll see if the station will let me uh, the station will let me rent them out for the week or whatever. So, yeah. All right. Hey, well, if you're ready to bring on our next guest, we'll go ahead and do that, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll get to this. All right, we're on. So, do your thing, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have the king of a great wrestling organization, independent wrestling at its greatest, probably the most elite independent wrestling organization out there today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Brew City Wrestling. Hey, this is Frankie DeFalco, owner and promoter of Brew City Wrestling, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with your host, the icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Hey, how are you, Frankie? It's good to have you, buddy. Uh, Thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule uh, to be on with us. Um, and, uh, uh, we're going to, we're going to have some fun here with you. We got about, well, we got about, uh, well, let's see if I, if I'm looking at our timetable, uh, we got about uh, 35 minutes with you. If you can stand us that long, that'll be awesome. So, uh, That's what, not we're a problem. Here, what we're going to do here is we're going to have you give us a little background about your company and then I'll ask you some questions and we'll go around the room and then uh, okay. we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the hard hitting questions. Sounds good. So, so go ahead. Give us a little background about your uh, company, BCW. Well, Bruce City Wrestling started January of 2004, and um, it was basically a Friday night company is the way I wanted to run my shows, and that was so guys could double shot my company and Saturday night shows if they had them. And I was running every two weeks at the time, at a venue called the AMF Lanes in Waukesha, Wisconsin. But things were going way too fast for my storylines, and they were just burning out. So I decided to go monthly, um, and ever since then, we've been doing very well, going 17 years strong now. And uh, we do an average of 200 to 350 fans every month. We're now in Waukesha, Wisconsin still, and we're now at the Elks Lodge 400, and it's a bigger venue, higher ceiling, and we love it there. And, you know, uh, I was doing a little audition. If you ever uh, – if uh, I'm pretty close to Wisconsin because I'm in North Dakota. If, uh, right. if the icon can ever get to one of your shows, maybe uh, be a guest ring announcer or uh, a guest run-in heel or something, I uh, uh, we should work on that. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with that at all. So uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to kind of go around the room, and then uh, we'll uh, come back to me. So uh, as, a, um, as a promoter um, for your company, uh, how would you compare yourself to, like, a, a Vince McMahon that sends the troops out there? Uh, would you compare <clears> yourself <throat> to a Paul Heyman who likes to uh, – kind of get out in front and uh, still let the troops go out there? Or are you like uh, like a Triple H uh, that likes to screw over everybody when they're trying to uh, get too popular and they need to bring them down or not? Uh, boy, I have never been called either one of those three because, one, I don't have Vince's money. 
Uh, two, I'm not <laughs> Jewish. And three, uh, I never married the owner's daughter. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I, I've been I'm brought sorry, up old school. That just struck school. me as funny. I'm sorry. That just struck me as funny. I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. Um, I've always been old school. Do I discipline the guys? No. When they come through the curtain, I critique them on what was bad, never anything that was good, um, because this way they can work on what was wrong about the match. Have I fired people? I mean, can you really fire people from indie wrestling? I won't use them anymore, but I have let a few people go away that I've never used again because I don't need cancerous men or women in my locker room to set bad tones and I won't any I won't even allow anyone in in my company who's in the business for themselves. When you work for me it's it's a team effort from the time you get there time from the time you leave. And uh I also run a family oriented company. So when you're part of Bruce City Wrestling you're part of my family and I've always been that way. That's that's awesome. I love how you said that. You know and uh you know, like I say, I, I I am kind of serious about that. I would like to come out and check you guys out. I, I would like to do a, a guest shot, you know, and uh, I'm not saying that uh, I'll be a, uh, a ratings extravaganza, but I could probably bring the people in for you. And uh, I'd be all for you and nothing but you and nothing but your company to bring the goodness to you uh, to help you out. That's just me. Yeah, why don't you guys come in, like, August 14th. That's a Friday night. I will. That's I will my Summer Sizzler show, and it's it's going to be a pretty big show. You know, and you mentioned your next show is in August. Now, speaking of, uh, you know, with the COVID-19, how many shows have you had to uh, postpone or rebook or cancel completely because of this? Well, first of all, my next show is June 20th. In Wisconsin, they opened up the state as of May 26th, but actually they opened it up uh, back on May 11th. So when I knew that was happening, I immediately started promoting my June 20th show and as of earlier today, in fact, I um, sold out ringside. I'm only going 60 for this show. Normally I do 80 ringside, but I'm only doing 60. I'm emailing the people when they buy their tickets, do they want to be separated or they do, want, do they want to stay seated together? And they all want to sit together, so that's a good thing. That is awesome. You know, uh, speaking of ringside, uh, we have, uh, I'm going to bring on our next, uh, our co-host, uh, Granny. Uh, she likes to sit ringside, and uh, she likes to have some fun with the heels. Now, we'll bring her on, and she can ask you a few questions. Uh, uh, I'm going to kind of warm you up for one. Do you have any uh, heels that uh, Granny could go up against? And uh, how would you uh, like to see Granny in your uh, audience with her hurricane? Um. What does Granny look like first? This way I can figure it out who she could go up against. Oh, she's beautiful. So, in other words, she's probably about 250 and about 5'2", and you guys really call her Loompa Loompa. Uh Oh, Granny, what do you got? Not quite. (laughs) Not not, not quite. I'm about 5'7", you know, 5'7", and I don't have a hurricane. I did use a cane for a while before I had both of my knees replaced. Now, 
I oh, live in Arkansas, so it might be hard for me to get up there to Wisconsin. I mean, we were supposed to have our international convention from the 21st of May to the 26th of May in Milwaukee, but due to the virus, that got so canceled. So we didn't get to we didn't get to come to Milwaukee for our convention. Is that so, like the Democrat? No, 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 no. The Moose International oh. Moose Convention. Oh, really? Because I yes. have a moose lodge down here in Milwaukee that's been chasing me for the last five years to run my shows there. Well, I've been well, a member of. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm I I've been a member of my moose lodge in Arkansas. It'll be 15 years next year, next April that I've been a member of. But I mean, right. yeah, our our international convention got got canceled because of that because of the coronavirus. So, oh, what a shame. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I was I was looking because we were going to go to Moose Heart for the day, and I'd never been to Moose Heart, but um, I wish I was closer because I would love to see your shows. And I I could talk some pretty good smack to the heels. The bigger they are, (laughs) the more I like it. I mean, you know, I'm not afraid to stand up to anybody, you know. So, I mean, maybe someday I can get up there and see one of your shows. Who knows, you know. But Absolutely. um, I have have one kid who graduated from my Thumper's Den Wrestling Academy. He goes by the name of the Ace of Diamonds, Maverick Boone, and you talk about an arrogant young punk that if I wasn't retired, I would love to come out of retirement and just smack the crap out of him. Wow, that sounds like somebody Granny needs to come play with because he sounds like my type of heel. He he sounds like my type of heel. I'd have to put him in timeout or something because (laughs) from what his attitude sounds like. Oh, I could have fun with that guy. Well, I'm oh, on Facebook, yeah. and my, 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 my real name is Lori Burt, but I have Granny Holster in parentheses. So if you get okay. on Facebook and find me on Facebook, you'll see, because my original Granny shirt says, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? All right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, have, I, uh, like uh, I said. We got uh, Bruce City Wrestling as our guest. I'll let you continue, Granny. We got about uh, oh, well, we got about uh, 20 we got about 26 minutes with uh sitting here. Uh so uh so Granny tell tell uh tell him uh uh what uh, you would uh do if you were at one of his shows in the audience. Well, that punk kid that he was talking about. <laughs> I think first of all, I'd have to I'd have to get him up in my face. I'd have to get him up close to me and I'd say and if he wanted to try to sit, try to do like most heels do with me. They tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip. <laughs> and that's what they tell me a lot of times. Well, but I think Granny, I would have uh, to tell. What, what about Granny, I just sent you. Granny, I just sent you a friend request, and I see we have thirty-four mutual friends. Okay, okay. I'm well, sure we. I'm sure we probably do. Well, Granny. Yeah. Uh, what, what about when that uh, one heel told you to put your false teeth in backwards and eat yourself? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> Quit lying to him. Quit lying to him, Icon. I did, I did have I, yeah, Thank you. Thank you, Big Swing. Thank you, Big Swing. I did have one wrestler tell me, ask me if I had a curfew at the nursing home. 
and I grabbed yeah. my keys out of my purse and I put my I put my keys inside my fist and I doubled up my fist and I got my fist in his face and I told him I said, Baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building and he didn't know what to say. Uh, so, gosh. you know, I mean, I, 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 I think I, I think I would have to probably put that little punk that you were talking about. I think I'd yeah. have to ha- maybe put him over my knee and spank him or something, you know, if I had the opportunity. I, I'm, I'm sure I could think of something. Absolutely. So, uh, good, good. We have, go uh, for we it, big swing. We have Bruce City Wrestling as our guest here. we got about uh, 24 minutes here with Bruce City. Uh, Big Swing, uh, you're kind of a ring announcer type guy. Uh, maybe you can uh, be a celebrity uh, guest uh, ring announcer what do you, or a uh, uh, commentator. Well, yeah, I was going to say ring announcer. My, my voice has always been a little bit too high-pitched to do PA, um, but, but I, I do – dabble in the play-by-play um just so you know i mean i know everybody knows here but every guest is different um i do do the radio play-by-play for all the local sports teams at my local college here in new york been doing it for like six years now i've been with the school um and i've you know play-by-play experience i, I grew up listening to jim loss uh obviously as as one of my idols in the business so yeah a commentator would be great. I don't know if I'd want to do p a but I mean hey I, anything I get a chance to do I would do but uh, obviously commentating and play by play would be more of my, my forte but uh I guess the thing that's that's uh, we don't talk to too many owners of businesses on this show. We usually talk to you know the wrestlers or managers or or whatnot um what what do you like better? Did, did you like your days in the ring and, and your days as a fighter better? Or do you like being behind the scenes and, and, and sort of controlling the whole thing and, and kind of putting on a good show for everybody uh, kind of, you know, behind the curtain? I definitely like my time in the ring. I, you know, I started back in 1979. I was still a senior in high school. And uh, the wrestling team, along with a few other people, got pissed off that I already turned pro. Um mm. But I really not a, didn't get a payday that night, but I had turned pro. And I, already my uh, sophomore and junior year, I was state champion. So it be, I became uh, ineligible for sports, amateur sports. And, boy, did I catch a lot of shit for that. But is what it is. You know, everybody dreams about becoming a doctor, a lawyer, fireman, policeman. When I was younger here in AWA country, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the Midwest, it was AWA. So I always watched, like, the Crusher, Bruiser, Baron Von Roschke, Vern Gagne, and, of course, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And that's what I always wanted to do when I was younger. And I, I lived my dream for 40-plus years. So I don't have a problem with that. And, um, you know, I was doing TV for WWF, NWA, WCW, you know, I've been all over, and I truly loved what I had done in the past, and it has carried it over to my company now because I have an abundance of sponsors for my shows that appreciate what I've done in the past, and and I, you know, like I said, I truly appreciate my sponsors and the talent and the fans that come to all the Bruce City Wrestling events. And you know, I, I'm looking at. Um some things about you know you guys on here and I'm looking at uh 
I I can't help but think, you know, hey, which one would be would be great to to kind of pick on Granny, but uh, no, I, I'm watching some of this, and do you think that wrestling has changed? Not not just necessarily WWE and AEW and and the big ones you have on national television, but even the independent uh, cycle from what it was when you were in the ring as a wrestler. Uh, to now, I mean, is it? I know WWE is super different, but even on the independent cycle, has it trickled down there? I mean, are these kids not the same? Uh, is it is it a different style? Is it? I mean, I mean, or, or does or does watching your programs kind of bring back some memories? No, nah, in fact, when I when new kids come to my training academy, I tell them that they're not going to learn anything that's on TV now. I always tell them to go back to the eighties and nineties. Watch on YouTube, WWE Network, and that's how they're going to learn basic theory and psychology of a match. You know, nothing has changed back when I was wrestling to today. You still got the storylines and, you know, the heels and the baby faces and stuff, but the psychology and the theories and some of the storylines and how to tell a story in a match are totally different now. Yeah, because there there were some. If you look at some wrestlers really made now i was born in 88 so i really didn't start on wrestling uh until you know the the early to mid 90s uh and beyond but you know being a wcw kid growing up and then obviously transitioning into wwe and and whatnot watching some of it i mean you look at some of the top guys and you look at obviously stone cold put wwe on the map uh wasn't the best Athlete in the world, but he was he was he was good at what he did. You know, he's not going to be the high flyer and the crazy whatever. Oak Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Sting. You know, the, the the guys that I watch, Vader. Even you know these guys weren't. You know, Mankind. Another one. Um, they weren't. You know, these high flying, crazy physical specimens of athletes. But every single one of those guys kind of knew how to keep you on the edge of your seat and kind of had the facial expressions and the way that they would fall and take bumps and the, the way it was drawn up. So yeah, the psychologic, uh, the psychological aspect of a match, at least for me is what drew me in. Not only that, but you had Jim Ross who, who could make eating a peanut butter sandwich sound entertaining, but it was, <laughs> it, it was just so much, so much different back then in terms of watching the match. Now, if you're, if you love athletes and you love the athletics and the showmanship of it, uh, from that standpoint, I mean, you'll love it nowadays because these guys are flying all over the ring. I mean, they're physically fit. Every single one of them has a six-pack. I mean, they're just you know, crazy flying all over the place. It's like a Cirque du Soleil act. But guys, see, who, now, guys who weren't that great now, athletically had some of the best matches. Right. See, the difference now that when I first started out, like in the 80s and 90s, it was a simple finish, you know, a body slam and an elbow from Dusty Rhodes type deal. But now mm-hmm. you have to go through five tables and the guy kicks out, you know, yeah. five pile drivers and they kick out. It, it, it's ridiculous now. I mean, make things plain and simple. I mean, I know about, you know, having the fans sitting on the edge of their seats and the anticipation factor and everything else, but, Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm cool with I'm cool with a kick out on a finisher in a big like WrestleMania atmosphere. I'm even cool with kicking out twice, but when it gets sure. to the point where it's not realistic anymore, and you're like, this dude would be dead in real life. You're, you're you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and he's still kicking out. Then you're like, eh, 
you know, but when it's in a big match kind of atmosphere and it's a, and they hit that, you know, that move out of nowhere and then they kick out and everyone's cheering and it's crazy. I'm cool with that, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Or when, you know, they right. do something nuts right. where they, they jump off the Titan through a table and crash through the bottom and the sparks fly everywhere. And then they kick out. It's like, no, both of them would be dead. You know, like I want some realism. You know, exactly. so yeah, it, I I get you there. Yeah, it, it's almost like they have to uh, they have to overcompensate for lack of being able to tell the story now, and that's right. that's kind of what they've been battling with. And what's funny too is you see some of the guys. I mean, the main thing too is you have to sell with your face up and show that facial expression. And I see a lot of guys these days, you know, especially with long hair, their hair is covering up their face, and the people in the TV cannot see that facial expression of them selling, and that takes away from the whole thing. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned facial expression. I, uh, I was listening to what you said about how you have some of your new recruits go back, watch 80s and 90s. The guy that I became hooked to, um, as, as a heel anyway, uh, the heel that I became hooked to, uh, obviously Granny and Icon know where I'm going with this, um, but from oh, 2000. Yeah. 2006 to 2011 was really his heel career. He was a face for most of it, but uh, the rated R superstar Edge. And when you used to watch that facial expression before the spear, before you know when somebody would kick out, when somebody would just all of the mannerisms and and, and that crazy frothing at the mouth kind of psychotic look that he had um, was what kind of made me be like oh my God, this dude is a nutcase and I love it, you know, and that's, he was the last real long-haired wrestler other than Triple H that really was able to to sell it for me with his facial expressions, because I mean, half of Edge's appeal was just how crazy he looked, and and now, uh, you know, obviously, you don't get that as much anymore. Right, yeah. yeah it's totally different now, but it is what it is. Yep. Uh, we have uh, Bruce E's wrestling here. We have about um, well, we have about uh, 14 minutes here uh, with uh, Bruce City. So, um, real quick here, uh, I got to take care of a couple ego things here, real quick. Um, oh boy! I, uh, well, you know, I, 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 I sent you. A, yeah, I, I sent you. A, I sent you an ad, uh, address. Maybe you can, if you can, uh, oblige us with uh, some of those goodies. We'd appreciate that. That's. That's one favor we'd like to ask you. And uh, sure. the other thing, the other thing that uh, we're kind of curious about is how many uh, how many different wrestlers do you have on your roster right now? Um, boy, I, I tell you, I mean, I have a base of storylines right now with about fifteen to sixteen people, and then I got some mid carders and some openers. I, I would say easily a hundred, if not more. And but I always uh, believe. I always believe in bringing in fresh faces like every three months. Like for instance, my June 20th show, I have um, four women going in a, a tournament to take, uh, to become the new Bruce City wrestling woman's champion. And two of them are from out of town. One's from Florida and the other is from uh, Baltimore or Virginia. And uh, how many different championships do you have? I got the heavyweight championship, heritage championship, tag team, women. And then I also have a uh, title that we use at all of our fairs and festivals. 
is the Wisconsin Fairs and Festivals Heavyweight Champion, and that's a big seller for me because I use that when I go to these conventions about, um, you know, selling my product for their fair festival. And I always tell them that, hey, this title will be defended at your, you know, at your fair festival, and they love it. You know, unfortunately, we've had like five or six shows being canceled right now, but we'll still be at Wisconsin State Fair. This will be our 15th year for that, and we'll be at the uh, Milwaukee Summerfest, which is the world's largest uh, music festival. This will be our seventh year there, and that's in September. Because of COVID, they had to move it to September, so we'll be there September 10th, 11th, and 12th. And we usually get about 3,000 people for that one. So that, that's a good event for us. Uh, we got the Brew City uh, BCW here. We got about 11 minutes here. Uh, so we can get to this uh, real quick. And I'm going to ask you a few hard-hitting questions. Uh, some easy sure. questions, too, some may say. But uh, if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? Uh, the website is BrewCityWrestling1.com, B-R-E-W-C-I-T-Y, Wrestling, the number one, dot com. On Instagram, you can look me up, Frankie DeFalco. Um, on Facebook, our fan page is Bruce City Wrestling. Uh, we have another one, Bruce City Wrestling 1. You can find me on Instagram uh, for Bruce City Wrestling 1, and you can also find me on Twitter, at BCW1. Now you mentioned uh, you got a you got a real young punk that you were talking about. Uh, you think maybe uh, Maverick you can get him to be a, You think maybe you can get him? Uh, maybe he can be a guest on our show, and uh, we can put him right up against Granny. Absolutely. Uh, would you have any, any other wrestlers I might be open to being on our show? Oh, I got a lot of them who would, who would love to be on there. Because here's what we love to do. Um, maybe a week or so, or two weeks before your next show, maybe we can have a couple. Because uh, uh, we want to be, we would like to promote you. Uh, you know, sure. uh, if you have an event coming up, you can post it on our Facebook page, Off the Ropes. Uh, our show is Attitude Air Live, but uh, because Facebook thinks the name Attitude Air Live is offensive or combative, they won't let us change it from uh, Off the Ropes to Attitude Air Live. So. Uh, everybody else can kind of figure that out. We're not going to get into that right now. But, uh, you know, the other thing is, uh, or as uh, Paul Heyman would say, picture, if you will, sir, if the icon shows up at your show, just think he'll bring down the house, and then he'll give another volley. What do you think, have you been? Have you been practicing that high pitch? Because that, that was a little creepy. Well, that's Paul Heyman. It sounded more like Jim Cornette, but I I I know what you were going with it. I can I can do Jim Cornette too. Oh Jesus! Double mayo, double cheese, double onion, mother. That, that's Jim Cornette. But anyway, let's get back to why 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 can you get so high? Well, <laughs> uh, it's, it's Jim Cornette. Um, so uh, <clears throat> what? Um, uh, you know, you mentioned you got a lot of storylines going on. What? Um, is the biggest storyline you got going now that uh, fans are really gravitating towards, or do you not want to reveal anything? No, no, it's all good. Uh, this one's been going on. In fact, it has uh, the Ace of Diamonds, Maverick Boone, who's been involved in it for the longest time. 
He's a two-time Bruce City Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. And he's been going on with this storyline against, uh, man, this kid that I trained, his name is Dysfunction. Um, they've been going at it for about, oh, I'd say about six, six months, seven months. And now it's going to be Maverick Boone and one of his protégés, Ethan Matthews, against the Midwest Slayer, Stacey Shadows, and Dysfunction in a tag match on June 20th. So that's, that's one of the big ones that's been going on. And I'm also going to have that women's tournament for the uh, women's championship. I've got another tag match going on with uh, Hardcore Impact taking on um, the Hexter name. Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, the big tag team, uh, Roadhouse, James Vincent, and Max Holiday. So those guys have been going at it for several months now as well. So it's Do you feel be a good the, show. being the owner of a of a company? Um... Do you, uh, you know, the, the general trope in, in wrestling, the, the general setup, the way wrestling has always been, has been, you know, the heel, the good guy, the protagonist, the hero, or excuse me, not the heel, but the, uh, the the face, the protagonist, the good guy, the hero, whatever you want to call him, has always kind of been, you know, carried the load. And, and most notably in recent years, John Cena and guys like that. Um, but in your experience being, um, be, being an owner, do you feel like the ticket sales are higher, the marketing is better, and the you know the interest perhaps uh, is is better in in the product when it's a heel champion or a babyface champion? Well, my rule has always been the same thing: is that the babyface should always chase the heel. You know, and okay. get the big payoff like at the one. end. Oh yeah, you you have to. So. When, when the heel is the champion, the fans are always behind that big baby face to get that title back, you know? And the the storylines on the independent segment, um, I mean, do you guys have sort of the Attitude Era-esque, you know, long storylines where, you know, there's a month-long buildup to the crescendo? Or do you guys kind of have a, a baby face and a heel you know, fighting for that belt more often. I always have a title on a, on a, on a show all the time because this okay. way the people really don't know if the title is going to change hands. And I'm one of those promoters who will switch it any place. I'll switch it at a fair, a festival, you know, away from my house shows. This way the people, oh, shit, I guess I should have went to that show. But and I've been doing that since day one. I always expect the unexpected with me. So, oh, beautiful. See, I love that. I love that. How about making me? How about making the icon champion? What's um, that? how about making the icon champion just one time? And then I'd, rel- <laughs> I'd, re- I'd, I'd, I'd relinquish it undefeated. Well, I, I got. How about, I don't, how about we do this? We, we can make icon champion at the beginning of the show, have them, you know, fill the belt or something, and then by the time the show ends, not there anymore. Take for about an hour and a half, and I think he'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I, sounds I good. I think that could work. I think that could work. <laughs> now, uh, the problem is, Icon, I don't know if you're going to have the allure. I mean, that could work 
in Fargo, North Dakota, where you're from, that would be like, oh, my God, I got the champion, Fargo, you know, all 150 people that live here know me. Like, that's great. But in Milwaukee, no one knows who you are, man. So hey, they become an envy. Like, who is this dude with the long hair and the backwards hat and the trench coat coming in and winning the belt? What is this? So they would need to have a little bit of build for you first. And they would have to invest some time in building you up first before just throwing you on a show in a market that you're not necessarily known in. That's right. Well, well, here's what I did. I just uh, I just sent you some uh, promo pictures. You can feel free to use those uh, as you like. Uh, okay. See what, what kind of response I get. Uh, uh, we got uh, Bruce City Wrestling here. We got we got Rad Watch out though. Most of them are shirtless here. photos. Yeah, uh, we got we got our four minutes left. So, um, with all that being said, you know, you mentioned your next show is. Uh, tell us again when your next show is, and uh, if tickets are still available, how can they get them? Uh, the next Bruce City Wrestling event is June 20th, Saturday, at the Elks Lodge in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Tickets are available on BruceCityWrestling1.com. Ringside is unfortunately sold out. General admission tickets are $18 at the door, or you can use PayPal on the website for $16. All right. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to keep getting myself over. Of course, that's a wrestling term. But imagine me showing up uh, in my icon gear and uh, waving my uh, Vikings flag. Imagine how I would get over in your hometown. Well, once again, I go back to Maverick Boone. Uh, During the basketball season, um, he always wears any other basketball team except the Milwaukee Bucks. During the football season, he wears Vikings jerseys. Bears jerseys, any jersey except the Packers jersey. So he is definitely a heel who knows how to get cheap heat. Yeah. Well, I got a shirt that says Aaron Rodgers sucks. Well, there you go. That would work. I know that would definitely endure me to the fans. Yeah, that would be real good heat. Well, what, you know what I'd do? Is I'd, I'd go on the line. Uh, I'd, I'd go on the mic and do like a ring announcement for you and say, and uh, Aaron Rodgers couldn't be tonight. Be here tonight because he walked into a bar and got uh, whiplash. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to get uh, some security guards to help you out after that one. Well, that's what you're there for, anyway. So uh, yeah, we got uh, we got Bruce City Wrestling. Uh, we want to thank you uh, for joining us tonight, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, before your show is in August, we can get you on. Uh, uh, to come in and pitch that uh, anything you want to promote or pitch, uh, you can put it on our uh, Facebook page. We'll have you on. Uh, you can come on five ten minutes uh, during our show and uh, tell us about your event. We love to uh, give you free advertising. We call it autographs for advertising uh, here on the Sounds show. Sounds great. All right, guys. Awesome. Thanks, thanks very much for having me tonight. Yes, not a problem. Thanks for being Anytime. on. Have a good one. You as well. Bruce City Wrestling, cool. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So uh, our next guest, I might have to call in. I might have to call them. It's internationally. Uh, uh, I'm sure my phone bill this month will be completely to the roof. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, they're they're going to try and call us from the What's Up app, or I'm going to try and call them and see if I cannot hook this through. Uh, the so we're going to experiment. Okay. Have you ever, are, are you familiar with that? 
I am. I just didn't think you could call actual phone numbers. I thought you could only call other WhatsApp users. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and call her through the WhatsApp app and then see if I can hook it through uh, my mic here. Uh, if not, I'll have to call him the other way. I'll have to drop off, call him the other way, and then get him on that way. That's, I mean, whatever you got to do, man. Just let me know if I got to right. call or if you can call or whatever. Well, well, you can't call internationally. You already tried. You already tried that. Remember, you said you didn't. Oh, know that's that. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. I'll be back to you. You guys uh, fill some time, and I'll be right back. If not, uh, I'll, I'll call back in with them, hopefully on the line. Okay. All right. Okay. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. Um. So, Grant, you said there was a storm tonight down there. Oh yeah, it's thundering and lightning. And wind was blowing and rain and. No tornadoes, but you know, just nice little lightning show <laughs> going on. So, uh, so that's got to suck on a holiday when everyone wants to be outside and in the pool and doing things, and to have it now, you know, be storming like that. Well, gotta, you know, we, bit. I mean, it didn't, it didn't start till probably about an hour or so ago. So, I mean, it was pretty nice, mm. you know, all day today. So, oh. <sighs> But so um, I'm watching uh, watching a little bit of Raw here, and um, I don't know. I'm WWE. I think, and this could be a controversial opinion on mine, but I think WWE should keep the the empty arena thing. I, I think their shows honestly have been better being an empty arena uh, than they have been with people over the last five years. Um, but, but yeah. that's just me venting. But, but let me ask you this: Did you you didn't watch or rent or hear anything about Double or Nothing? Um, an a, uh, AEW. I, I didn't. I I didn't get to watch it. I just heard different comments okay. from different people. But I heard positive. it was pretty good. I mean, you know, yeah. I heard it was pretty good. So well, you know, I didn't get to see it I was is, busy. But well, they they don't have a two hour long pre show, a seven hour event. You know what I'm saying? Like WWE, every everything, every pay per view has like a three hour pre show. The event is like six hours. A lot of the stuff is drawn on, you know, drawn out and whatever. AEW had a little thirty minute ditty in the beginning. Then they had two hours of solid matches and solid wrestling, and and, and then it was over. And it's just it was like the old days. And I heard mm-hmm. that there was a lot of really solid, really quality wrestling matches, and and. Uh, I'm telling you, we've been saying this for a while. I think WWE's really got to watch out. This this could be AEW mm-hmm. could be the you know they're not just the little you know the, the the little lapdog nipping at their heels. They could very well give them a run for their money during this time. So I have to. They could uh, very well do that. Yeah, I have to say AEW is is very interesting. I mean, they just got Mike Tyson to uh, introduce the TNT Championship belts. Um, and uh, it's just it has a, a feel to me. AEW just has more of a an attitude. Actually, you know it doesn't have an attitude era feel because nothing has an attitude era feel. It has a ninety six through ninety nine WCW feel to me. Doesn't it have that kind of feel yeah. to it a little bit more so than WWE? Yeah, it has that. It, it does. It's a little edgier. It's a little edgier, but it's not over the top, and it has more solid, crisp matches with decisive finishes and a little touch of that crazy hardcore and uh mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I just and obviously you've got Larry Zabisco as well. So or uh, not Larry Zabisco, oh, yeah. Tony Schiavone, and, right? yeah, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and you know Brian Cage just made his debut too at AEW. Yeah. So yeah, we got to meet Brian Cage. We got to meet Brian Cage at WCWA in, here in Arkansas. Um, several months ago at a WCWA show in Fayetteville that they did, and he, he, he was pretty awesome. He was pretty awesome, so really awesome guy. It's always so. good to see somebody that you've been following or that you had a chance to meet or whatever on the independent mm-hmm. circuit getting a national televised mm-hmm. gig, like kind of like what Kenzie Page yeah. did, uh, how she was able to do it. Because, yep. you know, sometimes, sometimes, and you go to enough wrestling shows where you'll know, sometimes you have that guy or, or girl, but you have that wrestler that you're just like, you know what, they're it. They're, they're going to go somewhere with this. And it's always good to see that payoff happen when it finally does. Um, and and uh, guys like Cage, you know, they, they could have long careers. Uh, AEW doesn't seem like the type that is going to bury young talent. They seem like they're the underdogs, they're the young talent Sort of that, that's what they're made out of is, is young talent, um, other than obviously Cody Rhodes and those guys, but they're, they're made from the young independent talent, and I, they don't have the tendency to bury guys like w, uh, WWE does. So I'm hoping, uh, yeah. I'm hoping Cage, yeah. uh, Cage and Page actually that, that'd be cool if they had like a dating storyline and they were Cage or Page, that'd be kind of cool. But one of my very good friends uh, through the independent circuit that I've known for years, I mean, he lives in Texas, and he got to do some things out in Los Angeles for New Japan Wrestling not too long ago. So I don't know how that's going to, you know, how much he's going to be involved in that, but I know that was a big deal for him. and. Of course, he's also been on WWE several times too. So you know, the, I mean, different things. You know, so I'm really hey, proud guys, of Barrett uh, Brown. He's pretty awesome. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I don't think uh, I don't think this hookup is going to work. Unfortunately, I mean, uh, you know, it's like we talked about the time difference. Uh, uh, they. Uh, you know, they said they were going to set their alarm and be on, and uh, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, so that's not going to happen. But we'll just uh, chat about this. I'm going to see if our other guest will uh, uh, call in earlier. He's going to be calling from well, five because I really can't. I really can't go super long overtime uh, tonight. So because I got some stuff going on after this, but I can. Um, while we were while you're doing that, while while you were gone, I was talking to Granny about um, the response that we have been getting, that I've been getting, that I've been hearing and reading in different places about AEW's W a double or nothing pay per view the other night. Uh, a lot of people think that it, it it's the best pay per view that you know it, it's a better pay per view than in one night the WWE's had in the last five years, and that includes WrestleMania. So uh, a lot of really strong things being said. I don't know if you got a chance to, to check it out or to look at it or anything, but um, I, I know that right now uh, AEW, uh, I think the term I used is they're no longer just the ankle biters. They're no longer the nuisance anymore. I think that this is a dogfight now 
and AEW is really gaining some steam pretty quick. And I think WWE has to kind of step its game up a little bit. This this could be the new WCW in that regard. Um, and I know that that that's big shoes to fill, and, and that that's a lot of you know pressure that I'm putting on AEW here. Um, but WCW, obviously, as everybody knows, gave WWE a, a huge run for their money. And they started off, you know, this small little company that people hadn't really heard of. And I think WCW, uh, honestly, before Stone Cold broke out and before The Rock broke out, was it was the better programming, to be honest with you. So AEW now has that ability to sort of surpass WWE. And once that happens, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, if WWE can, uh, can rally and, and get the ratings back. Uh, or, or if, if Vince McMahon's ship has finally sailed, it's going to be interesting to see here. Can I get my opinion on that? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick here. I just want to let everybody know, uh, I apologize that we can't have uh miss flex on with us tonight, but we'll, we'll get that, um, yeah, we'll we'll get it at another time. It, we're not super worried about it, man. We got plenty of content I, to cover, so. I just want to let everybody know. I just got a text message uh, confirming the appearance of Jeannie Clark. Do you guys know who that is? I've heard the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, she had a she was a wrestling manager, uh, and she had a, a a husband that he tried to make it in the wrestling business, but wasn't very successful, according to what I heard. Uh, her husband was a guy by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, Deborah. Yes. No, no, not Deborah. Not Deborah. His his first wife. Oh, his first wife. Oh. Lady Blossom. Oh well, I don't know much about her, but I'll definitely do the research if she's coming on. Yeah. So that would be cool. So, here's what AEW needs to do. So they, they, they. I'm going to put this uh, in the uh, <clears throat> on the air right now. It's recorded, so everybody knows. Here, hold on uh, a second. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, here it goes. Here's what's going to happen. They are eventually going to move to Monday night. Okay. What they're okay. going to do is they're going to establish a core audience over the next six months. Okay. Now, by the first yes. of January, by January 2021, is when they're going to announce that they're going to switch to Monday nights. They're going to have their core audience. They're going to have several pay-per-views under their belt. And they're going to have their fandom. Then the Monday Night Wars will start again in January 2020. In 2021, you mean? Right. Yeah. January 2021 Um, is when they are going to uh, make it happen. Now, WWE's got an issue, and and the issue here is when your your minor league equivalent, okay, your your triple-A ball equivalent, uh, NXT, is putting on a better show right now than you are on your on your flagship program you know you've got a bit of an issue uh because right now i would other than alexa bliss who's been 
competing on both shows, I would probably much rather watch NXT at the moment. And I, I, honestly, I can't name you an NXT superstar. Uh, and, and, you know what I'm saying? I can't name you a, an NXT superstar right now, and I still would probably rather watch it going in blindly. So I just, I just think it's 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 a. I, I don't want to say that it's bad, because obviously they're working with what they've got, and you know you can't knock the hustle. But I, I definitely think that WWE a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, when they went to the whole PG thing and that bad couple of years that they had, I think that bad taste is lingering a little bit. It's kind of like when you have low expectations for something or somebody, that something or somebody has to really perform uh, at, a, at a much higher level to sit right now with WWE because, you know, at, at AEW, I didn't have any expectations. I didn't, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what you know, what coming into it they were going to be about, and I was pleasantly surprised. With WWE now, I just have that sour taste that they're going to have to do something really spectacular for me to really, you know, give a crap anymore about anything that they do. And I, I hate the fact that that's the case, because obviously I, I grew up on, you know, wrestling, and grew up on WWE, and it's kind of hard to say that, but um, it's true. They really... And I'm not talking about, you know, how they just signed Undertaker to a 30-year deal or something. Have you seen that? They, they signed some Undertaker recently. He's going to be like 75 years old when he finally leaves the business. I'm not talking about bringing back all these things. they got to start getting more edgy. Probably you have just the right amount of edginess to it that makes it sort of it's got that, that kind of raw feel to it, uh, pun intended. And I think that, uh, you know, like you said, if they moved to Monday, um, that would be huge. I, and, and I don't know. I just, I hate to say it, but I think maybe Vince McMahon's ship has finally sailed unless, unless he does something drastic and... You know, we've seen him do something drastic before. I mean, he was getting his ass kicked in ratings for, you know, 84 weeks, as Eric Bischoff will tell you. And it's not even like it was a little bit of different ratings. He was getting grandiose in ratings. I mean, WCW was absolutely dominating those ratings. And I'm talking like a four-point difference. I'm talking like an 8-1 compared to like a 5-2 you know, so they, they for, were really killing them. For 83 straight weeks. Exactly. And and then and Vince McMahon went drastic. He drastic times called for drastic measures, right? And he, he pulled out something wrestling had never seen before. And what do you know? It was the most profitable, the most watched pay-per-view buy rates were through the roof. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it just some of the most exciting television probably in history, if you like, you know, the entertainment spectrum. And he pulled that out, and they survived. They survived the Monday Wars, and, and you know, we're not watching WCW now for that reason. So if AEW does gain the steam that it looks like they're gaining, and All right, do uh, follow be ready, uh, be ready yeah, I Yeah, I, 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 I'm watching. If they do gain the steam that they've been gaining, 
and they do take Icon's suggestion and move to Monday nights. Um, I don't know. Unless Vince McMahon can get drastic and go sort of, you know, complete Attitude Era 180 again. I, I just don't know if WWE can get this on. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I, uh, what made WWE better was the competition. When they bought their competition, that was, uh, I, I knew that was going to be the beginning of the end. And uh, uh, yeah. of what we what we enjoyed, uh, what we know as wrestling enjoyment on Mondays, that was it. Um, and and uh, uh, we do we do have the caller on here, but I just I just wanted to say that was part of what made Mondays fun when I was in when I was in middle school and high school. The fact of what is each company going to do to top the other. And, you know, what what crazy stunt are they going to pull out to try to get people in front of the television set? And every week you were surprised about something. So, I mean, I'm anxious to see. I, I think, honestly, the best thing that could happen to the business right now would be AEW moving to Monday nights and, and starting another Monday night war. Um, that's if, if they gain the team that they need to do so. Uh, I think that that would be great for wrestling as a whole. I think it would actually help WWE as well. It would put their backs against the wall and push them to do something better. So we will see. But anyways, uh, yeah, Icon, I do have the 765 on for one second, but I'll be listening. Uh, let you do your introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room yeah. and walking down the aisle, about to step through the ropes right now. This is one company I would love to see on Monday nights. We have the king of FWC, the female wrestling channel. Ladies and gentlemen, he has a great ring to his name. He is Johnny Ringo. Hey there, everybody. Uh, you're listening to Attitude Era Live with host The Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. How you guys doing? Good, Johnny. How are you? Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. So uh, I hear you guys talking about the uh, old days of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Those, those, uh, were, those, those were the good old days, huh? Yeah. Well, we have, uh, for for me, yes. I mean, they're a little bit older than I am. I was born in 88. So for me, the golden age was maybe the tail end of 96 through, you know, this whole PG <laughs> crap that they started. Um, I mean, they probably go much. Well, they probably go much further back than I do, and Icon might have a different um, But being a WCW kid growing up, mostly because my aunt, you know, my aunt knows Hulk Hogan personally, so I, I uh, kind of was, you know, was, was wearing NWO t-shirts to school when all my friends were wearing Austin 316 shirts. So being a w, uh, WCW kid growing up, I, uh, I used to love the Monday Night Wars, and uh, before you came on, we were talking a little bit about AEW, and if they have the steam to perhaps be uh, a a uh, another WCW type, or if they're just going to end up staying in that Impact TNA zone, uh, so we're kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping they can become a WCW type entity, but uh, we see what the brings. Yeah, indeed, it's a hard threshold to cross. I mean, like I. You know, I mean, I'm a little older myself, you know, so I'm I'm 40 years old, so I mean, like, I, 
You know, I, I remember I remember my first exposure was, uh, you know, the Ultimate Warrior to Hulk Hogan. That was like the first uh, pay-per-view I'd ever bought. Um, WrestleMania so, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was insane. And uh, I mean, I remember I, I remember I was watching the night that uh, Shane McMahon came on WCW, uh, and uh, you know they, they did that whole WCW WWF thing. I think it was WWF at the time, if I remember. Maybe, maybe it was, yeah. Not. But yeah, but, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. They they got quite the history. I mean, I you know, I mean, and a little bit about you know ourselves is that. You know, I, I liked watching the women, you know, and the thing oh, yeah. is, is that, you know, we got a little bit like an ECW with the Beulah McKillicuddy and the uh, Francine feud. And but it was always just bits and pieces here and there. And and for the longest time, the women really weren't much of a thing, you know. So, I mean, you know, we wanted to have a company that focuses on the women, but actually has real and competitive wrestling where, you know, you don't know who's going to win. You know, you don't know who's going to, you know, it's not scripted in advance. So, yeah, and that's sort of where WWE took the, um, took the hold on it was WCW had, you know, had pretty iconic women, but they were all managers. Uh, you know, very, very rarely did they, did they highlight women's wrestling. I mean, every once in a while they had some women's matches here and there, but you didn't really think of women's wrestling in WCW. You really didn't think of it in WWE either. I mean, obviously you had Fabius Moolah and all them back in, way back in the day, but, uh, and, and a little bit of Ivory and some of the Cat and maybe China, although she fought men too. You really didn't have very much of that. So uh, that's definitely something WWE did bring to us, was bringing to the limelight and the forefront women's wrestling. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. And, and and one thing I would like to say that I think that you guys would actually enjoy um, is that when I first got into this business, um, I had a company in our space uh, film an interview with Tylene Buck, uh, Major Guns, and, and, and she was actually talking about a real cat fight that she had in the shower with Kimberly Page, you know, so I mean, that's something that, you know, you're probably not going to see anywhere. And uh, I had I had at the time trying to be ambitious was trying to get them together for a real match, a real wrestling match. And uh, I had contacted Kimberly Page's boyfriend at the time, and she said the chances of her accepting are akin to her skateboarding to the moon. <laughs> so that was the end of that. But uh, you uh, know, I, I, that's a nice little side. I think I got that video somewhere. I might be able to get it over to you guys where she where she had answered my interview questions and said that that happened. And so, um, uh, Johnny Ringo's our guest here. We got about uh, forty nine minutes here with uh, Johnny Ringo. So now you have an interesting company, uh, and uh, what we like to do, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then we'll go around the room. And then we'll come back to me, and I'm going to hit you the. And I'm going to ask you the hard hitting question. Uh, if you can give us a little <laughs> background it. about your company, and then we'll uh, then we'll have some fun with you. Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, so go background on my company. So right. um, yeah. we, I started, I started in 2012. Um, just started it right out of the apartment. Um, I had uh, uh, who you know is Monroe Jameson now. Um, face a girl that I had actually just recently dated as well, and her character name became Savannah Scissors. And I had them do a competitive matchup, 
Uh, Monroe lost, you know, the very first one. Um, she lost the second one. Um, if she would have lost the third one, she probably would have been done. <laughs> but she ended up winning, and uh, she started winning a lot after that. Um, and, and the one thing, the one thing that's different is that we do have scripted uh, wrestling on our website. Uh, the one thing that is a little bit different from us is that you know we're not as much kayfabe right now as like your pro wrestling companies are. You know everything is kind of you know we're very honest. You know we're very like you know this is what it is. So like like when you go to a video, you know it'll tell you if it's real and competitive or if it's scripted or predetermined. You know like like the like the stuff that you see on TV and whatnot. And and we are. You know, we, we have some of the people in your market that are fans. I mean, because we, we, we do have some in-ring pro wrestling on the site. It's usually from other companies. Uh, we resell from other companies. Uh, we do some scripted videos ourselves. Uh, but, you know, our, our main moves are like the head scissors, body scissors, uh, the breast smother, which actually sounds sexual, but it's a, a devastating move to be submitted with. And then we have various pins where, you know, the girls' shoulders have to be down for 10 consecutive seconds to win the fall. So it's a little bit harder than, I mean, obviously the, the three seconds that they have in the pro wrestling world. So, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, we've been trying to do an ongoing storyline. Um, it went pretty well for a while. The thing is, is that the women are very transient. Uh, you know, I mean, sometimes they, you know, things happen like they get pregnant or they move away or, even they even get a new boyfriend sometimes, you know, they're just not interested anymore at that time. So, you know, we're still, you know, we're always trying to build, you know, a more long-term roster. You know, we're looking at getting out to Las Vegas here pretty soon. Um, the business side of things is going well. Um, we have it where fans can actually sponsor a match and they make 50% of the lifetime profit. So like if you're a sponsor of Monroe versus say, this new girl, Holly Hurt, uh, when someone buys a video for five bucks on the site, $2 and 50 cents of it splits to your PayPal account for the rest of your life. So that's a nice little thing that we've got going that none of the other wrestling companies have going. Um, we're doing live streams soon. Uh, just a lot of stuff that, you know, I mean, you know, some of the standard stuff, but some different creative stuff as well. So, so if, uh, attitude Air live wanted to sponsor a match, uh, how would we do that? Sure. So the first thing that we do is you need to become a lifetime legacy member. And the thing is, is that once you become a lifetime legacy member, you get the vast majority of our content that we produce for free. Uh, stuff from other sponsors like yourself, you get a 50% lifetime discount on that as well. Um, and then after you, if we approve you, it is something that like, we, we don't do it for everybody. Not everybody is a good fit for it. Um, but like, if you go through our approval process, you know, Monroe and I think that you're a good fit long-term for the company. Um, it's only $500 to sponsor a match after that. You know, once we get it done up on the site, uh, the, the, the profits split instantly. And the thing is too, is that we could advertise your company, you know, as well. So. You know, like if, if Attitude Era wanted to do it, you could actually do it where you made profits back on it. Or it could be like a free episode for fans, you know, where, you know, you let everybody know, you know, hey, this, is, this match is made free because of Attitude Era Live. And then it's got the link to your, uh, you know, your podcast. So, you know, there's uh, a few different ways we could do it. 
I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, sure, now she's calling in. Great. Jeez. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we have uh, – sorry, Johnny. We have uh, Johnny Ringo here as our guest here. Uh, and uh, so – what we like to do if you want to step aside for a minute to take that icon, we can we can handle it from here if you gotta take that call. Well, I, 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 well, I just missed it, so it's it's okay. Uh, so okay. <laughs> with that, see Johnny, we got a lot of traffic here in the show, and uh, we're pretty popular, and uh, uh, we would love to uh, we love to work out some type of deal with you where uh, we can sponsor <clears throat> you guys and you can sponsor us. Uh, that's a, I'm sure that's something you'd want to talk about off the air, not on the air, but. Uh, now, with these matches, uh, is it just uh, girls versus girls, or do sometimes the girls take on the guys? Uh, what, do you have intergender matches? Uh, what do you, what do you usually uh, allow? Yes. Yes, we have both. So, I mean, like, it, it's primarily female versus female, uh, but we have, and that's, and that's the reason why uh, there's an approval process for the lifetime legacy membership is because some of the guys want to wrestle the girls and we got to make sure that they're good fits to wrestle the girls, you know? And so, because like, you know, if they're, you know, a big 200 and 300 pound hulking alpha guy, you know, who wants to show off their strength and show everybody how badass they are, we're not going to let them anywhere near our girls. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's really more so for, you know, guys who, you know, like to be dominated or aren't, you know, like super duper tough. I mean, like, you know, and if, if they are, it's not like they can't participate. You know, we have something called all offense defense where, you know, if there's like a big or strong guy or whatnot, he can be completely on defense and the girl can be on offense just to see if she can pin or tap him. Uh, so that's, that's kind of probably more the direction we're going to be going, you know, on the mix. Uh, but the primary product is the female versus female competitor. Well, you know, because I was thinking a real money maker, which uh, that would be great for you. And you guys know this is coming. Uh, let all the gals beat up on the icon. I guarantee you <laughs> that people would flock to your website to see the icon get his butt kicked. Hey, you know that that that, that might be our next, uh, you know, our next fan series. You know, and that's what we call them, our fan series. You know, what about a, a guy? What about a guy like a Joey Ryan? Uh, I mean, I'm not. You know, I, I've heard that name, but I can't place who he is, so I, I wouldn't be able to comment. I, um, I mean, every every YouTube video I'm looking at here of him, it seems like he exclusively fights women. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so it it just it, I, I'm a little I'm a little confused as to like why. <laughs> But it looks like it looks like he's the kind of guy that you know puts them over a lot too. Like I'm, I'm watching one against uh, Penelope Ford right now, who's she's currently in AEW, and it's it's just um, I, I don't know something like that might be interesting, um, you know. But 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 again, I like the fact that it's all women. That's that's something that's unique. Like you said, you don't see it uh, very often. So bringing somebody in like that, it would maybe have to be kind of like a squash match. Because if you did bring them in, uh, the way society is set up nowadays, if you brought somebody in and they dominated the women, then you you know you, you get a lot of people probably turned off by that. So yeah, it would probably have yeah, to be somebody who would right. be, right. yeah, somebody who would have to be uh, submissive. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely helps. You know, it definitely helps. I mean, like you know, it's one of those things where you know, 
there, there, there are a lot of mixed wrestling companies out there, and that's what they do and they specialize in. It's kind of something that we do a little bit on the side. I mean, you know, what, what we're more interested in is, like, we want to get more celebrities involved and, you know, we want to get our storyline, you know, started back up. Because, you know, it's, of course, kind of, yeah. it's kind of three songs. You know, we have our own story. You know, we have it where the fans have their own fan series. So, you know, right now that's just oh, wow. the head of mixed wrestling. But, but a lot of them want to be in the story. They want to be involved, you know. So we want to make it to where we can start getting some of our fans, our legacy fans, involved in the story, you know, and then the last part of it is, is just getting celebrities involved. And that would be, you know, either getting, you know, like, like some of the guys taking on the girls in these offense defense matches, but the more preferable route would be getting some of the females to actually wrestle. Um, I've contacted quite a few of girls, uh, you know, that used to be, you know, in the pros and things like that. And they're transient. There is interest out there. Um, that's something that we're definitely working on. I don't want to name any names just because, you know, it would be premature um, just because, like, you know, we don't have, like, any contracts in place or anything. But there is strong interest from certain female celebrities that have been on TV and it used to be in WWE and WCW. And, you know, if we can get a few of those on doing real competitive wrestling, I think they're going to find that, you know, for these ladies that do the pro wrestling, you know, which is very, very challenging. I think the pro wrestling is much more challenging than what we do by far. Um, I think that they're going to find, but they tend to be more scared of what we do because it's real. I think that they're going to find that, you know, they're probably going to excel at it. And, you know, most ladies who do try it end up liking it. But it does scare them in the beginning because it's not scripted and predetermined like they're used to. Um, you know, because like anything can happen, you know, so... But, you know, those types of ladies tend to be tough <laughs> already. You know, most of these WWE women would probably kick our girls after. And that's nothing uh, against our girls. You know, I'm just saying they're tough girls, you know. So, um, you know, they're built, you know, they're built for it. So, uh, Johnny Ringo's our guest here. We got about, uh, well, if our other guest calls back, uh, we got about uh, 13 minutes here with Johnny. Uh, you know, Johnny, I want to bring on uh, our other co-host. Speaking of uh, great female wrestlers, that would probably be a perfect fit for your company. Uh, Granny Hulkster, what do you got for our guest? Johnny Ringo, we got about uh, 12 minutes. Well, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a big fan. So I, I don't think, I know I couldn't face any of these girls just because of my health issues. But I don't mind being a really good super fan and cheering them on. So, and I like well, they, to they give the that. heels. I and I like to give the heels plenty of talking smack to the heel women too. I've done it in, to the heel men. I can do it to the heel women. <laughs> so if you got plenty of heel women out there, Johnny, I could talk we some pretty good smack to them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all heels at heart, I think. You know, but they're they're good girls at heart, but they're also heels at heart. You know, so. I mean, and it's fun that way. I like uh, uh, well, I, I could probably have a lot of fun with with talking some smack to some of those girls, I'm sure. So, being oh, the wow. fan that do I am. That, so. Do you find that most of your crowds, most of your crowds are, are mixed? Um, you know, it, you know, you, you get a good uh, good variety of everybody, or do you think it's a, a mostly a male driven audience watching uh, a lot of these shows? <laughs> It's almost a completely male-driven audience. Um, we don't have yeah, any shows. I figured as much. Not done shows. Oh, you um, haven't done shows. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we have a okay. we have a worldwide fan base. I mean, like I, uh, we've been going since 2012. I mean, like I've got I've got probably close to 
22 or 2300 customers now. Um, it's just slowly oh, wow. I mean, like, we've got all kinds of people on the periphery that, you know, check it all the time and whatnot or can't buy because they're afraid their wife's going to get mad or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I hear you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's no nudity, but it's just it's just one of those things, you know. So. And, uh, Johnny, so we, so we can uh, do this uh, real quick and get this in. Um because uh, if I if I have to click off, guys, because the other guest is calling me. But uh, now, if our fans wanted to check this out, we we still got time with you. Don't worry about that. Uh, but if our fans want to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter. Can people buy DVDs? What do you got? Yeah, sure. Every, everything. Everything. Well, when, when you if, if you become a member on our website, it's www.femalewrestlingchannel.com. I am um, a proud member. Every, every, uh, yeah, anytime that you get a video from us, uh, it has a download and a streaming link. Uh, so you get both versions anytime uh, you watch it as a member or if you're not a member and you just buy something individually. Uh, we do not do DVDs. Um, you know, everything is direct-to-video and digital. Um, what was your other question? Uh, if uh, if uh, our That's fans... If uh, fans wanted to, uh, uh, like, pick matches, do you allow that? Yeah, yeah. As long as we've got the talent available, yes. Uh, we, we allow them to pick matches. Uh, we work with some other companies around the world as well, uh, you know, so they could, you know, if, if like, you know, we, we don't have certain girls at a time, a different company might have have girls. Um, but, yes, yeah, they, they, can, they can pick the matches. Um, and, you know, we, we let them know if we approve it or not before we take anybody's money. So, and uh, not know, I, 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 I will admit, and I'm not ashamed to admit this, I am a big fan of, uh, you know, Miss Monroe, and uh, I'm hoping <laughs> eventually we can uh, get her on with us because uh, uh, I, I'd love to let her turn me every which way but loose. You guys seem fine. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, we, we, we went on one, we went on one radio show that was just a disaster. I don't remember the name of it, but I mean, it was just, it was such a waste of time. So I, you know, I, I said, let me, let me, let me just see if these guys are at least professional first, you know, so, and, and everything's been great so far, by the way. So. All right. Well, Very well, well good. So, so that obviously means it wasn't our show because you don't have a DeLorean and you didn't go back to the future to redo the interview. I like that. No, that was sir. a joke. Right? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, you know, you do everything online. Do you ever think that uh, if someone calls you, and we have Johnny Ringo as our guest. We have about eight minutes here with Johnny. Uh, now, if someone called you, let's say like Vegas called you, and they wanted you to put on a live show, would you ever do that? Let's say they paid you a lot of money to do that. Would you do that? Yes, no, and is is money not an issue, or is that not a driving thing that would want you to do it, or is just no completely? I think that's an excellent question. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that every wrestling company that I've ever seen, and you guys will probably agree with this, uh, you know, they 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 try to build it where you know you get the fans to come out, and then. Uh, you know, you try to build up per territory, and I'm just doing it the other way. You know, I want I wanted to take about ten, maybe twenty years to build the online base. You know, and then once the online base is really strong and the demand is good, I want to do small, 100-person shows because the problem is with like something like WWE. I, I know it's great to have 40,000 screaming fans in the in the crowd, but like 
our fans really like meeting the wrestlers. You know, they, they like interacting with them and stuff like that. So that's why we like kind of small, more person-to-person or, like, doing Skype. You know, because, like, our, our business is very personalized. I mean, like, you know, I, I, can, I can tell you the names of, you know, so many of our customers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know them on a first-name basis. I know, I know their habits, their likes, their dislikes, their wants and needs, their dreams. I mean, like, you know, we, we, we really get into it, and that's why, you know, we don't work with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, it's not, it's not open to the public. I mean, you can buy videos and everything, but, you know, being involved with it, you know, you've know, you got to be a good person, you know, basically. So. So, so with that being said, we have Johnny Ringo here. We've got about uh, six minutes uh, uh, until, or until the next guest calls, which will probably be in, I don't know, maybe 10, depending on if they're up in England or not. But anyway, so with that being said, Johnny, you know, you you said you you have a you have a step process on how you want to build this thing, but uh, can you imagine? Uh, it's kind of like uh, we've had a lot of uh, gals from the Glow Wrestling. That's you know, it started out as a, as a TV show, and then they then they yeah. branched out and started doing live shows, and yep. they're still doing shows today. Just imagine uh, how successful you would be by eventually branching out and doing that? Well, they had a lot of financial problems. I mean, you know, for one, I mean, like, you know, I, I know it hasn't been a smooth ride. I don't know what they're, I don't know if maybe the Netflix deal maybe infused some money into them, but, you know, most of these companies are hemorrhaging. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, it's not, it's not really a high profit business in my view, you know, to, yeah, I mean, cause like a lot of the wrestlers I talk to even around here, like I'm in Indiana and when I when I talk to guys doing like local shows and stuff, they tell me shit that they're getting paid like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks. And I'm like, well, damn, my girls get paid like, you know, like five hundred bucks for a few hours of work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell? Uh, you know what I mean? And it's just, I, I you know, I, I I don't believe in the economics of that system unless you're maybe Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. you're just everybody's doing the same thing. You know, well, so I, it's I don't funny you really mention that. Becky Lynch. Look at Becky Lynch, who's arguably the top female wrestler in the world right now, was saying when she was coming up, uh, you know, in certain, you know, I mean, this is way back when she was first starting out, but, I mean, she was getting paid in pizza. Like, she would show up to the event, yeah. and they would feed her, and that would be her payment. <laughs> you know? Right. So yeah. it, it, it's just nuts that, that it, it's similar that things are still happen, happening like that, uh, especially nowadays with as big as wrestling is, um, that, that they can't find a little bit of, you know, ticket revenue money or merch sales or something to give these, to give uh, a lot of these guys or girls. So it's crazy. Well, you know, a lot of women, I mean, most women, I, I've contacted thousands upon thousands of women for this. I mean, the vast majority of women in this world, they, they love having their photo taken. They love being pretty. They don't like getting physical with somebody. You know what I mean? It's not really in their biology. So, I mean, you know, it's a very, it's a very small conversion rate, you know, for the number of girls that I contact. And so the ones who do do it, you know, I mean, what I would like to see is just as many people giving them thanks and, and appreciation as they can, because they really don't get a lot of it, you know, not, not enough of it. Um, and, you know, if you can keep these ladies financially sound, they will stay in the business. But if, if, you know, if, if they can't, if they can't make revenue, they're going to go do something else. So, uh, Johnny Ringo's our guest here. We got a few minutes left here with Johnny. Uh, 
you know, Big Swing, I know you asked a few questions. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have uh, a few others for Johnny, or uh, can I ask the hard-hitting questions? Um, well, no, I, I mean, I, I, I could, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm a radio guy. I mean, I, this is what I do. I have my radio sports show every day. Like I, I could talk all day, man, but I already did that all Memorial day long. So I've been, I've been, I've been talking on the air for eight hours. Today. You can ask whatever the hell you want, man. I'm, 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 I'm good to go. I, I just get into a zone and just keep going, but I don't have to. So if you have questions that you're dying to ask, by all means. Well, you know, Johnny, you mentioned that uh, you know your the first match that uh, you ever uh, you ever held was against uh, Monroe and uh, the girl that you were dating, and uh, yeah. you know you mentioned that uh, the gal that you're dating was two and zero, and then uh, she finally lost. Now, uh, was that uh, you know you mentioned that uh, you know it's you know you don't care about kayfabe and everything, but was that was that planned or? Uh, um, no. Did that just no. The happen? thing is, I I was dating Monroe. I was, but I had dated this girl beforehand, and it was a weird kind of sequence because, it, you know, Monroe. When I first tried to to get with her, she was resisting my advances, you know. So I had went and just dated other girls, you know. But the thing is, because I was pre-selected by other girls, I suddenly became attractive, you know. <laughs> it happens, That's right? kind of how it works so sometimes, thing, unfortunately. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. how it works. So what? So what happened was, you know, I, I was just honest with Savannah, and I just said, "Hey, uh, I've been trying to date this girl forever. She's actually interested in me now. I'd like to date her." Uh, she said, "Cool, appreciate the honesty, yada yada." And then I started the company, and I actually introduced them. They got along. They, they, they're still friends. They were friends then. You know, they were friends at the time. But you know, there was definitely that undercurrent there. You know, where it was fun. You know, where it was fun for me because I wasn't even sure who I wanted to win at the time. I mean, like it was just one of those things where it was like, wow, this is crazy. I got because you know that's that's a lot of the fancy. Like in our guys is in our in our genre is that a lot of guys like the idea of two girls fighting over them in a sense. And they weren't necessarily per se fighting over me, but you know we can all have our fantasies, right? Um, and it was just well, right yeah. there in front of me, you know, kind of thing. You know, and, you know, and, that, and that's women, one of the things that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I so say you, you you've heard that old that old uh, uh, I don't know if it's a stereotype or, or what, what you want to call it, but uh, inherently you put a group of you know five women, six women in a room together, and five of them aren't going to like each other. You know what I'm saying? They, they just women aren't going well, to that, like other women inherently. It's in their DNA. So well said. when you know when, that's very, when you that's get very a whole group, and that, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's very 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 true. And and and, so and that's when the thing is that I, women, I'd like to just add an addendum to that, you know, because like a lot of our guys say, well, why are the girls nervous on the mats and why are they giggling? You know, I, we want them to be, you know, we want them to be like you know like those confident strong women, you know. And it's like, well, what happens? And this is what you're alluding to, is a lot of times when you get two women that don't like each other. And like, let's say they talk a lot of shit about each other behind each other's back, but then they get together. They'll be awkwardly nice. <laughs> like really yeah. awkwardly Which nice is to weird. each other. You know what I mean? Um, and, 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 that, and that's kind of like the, that's kind of the mindset and motive they're in sometimes in the competitive. And it's something that Monroe and I were just talking about today that we've got to break them up. You know, you know, and, we're trying women, to women with, well, women are, are also inherent. Again, Granny, no offense here. I'm not trying to sound, you know, sexist or anything, but like women inherently, inherently are wired differently. 
and you're going to have I, I don't know if you've had this or not, but you know, obviously with men, there 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 are some guys in every wrestling you know company in the world that just don't like each other in the back. I mean, you know, the uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels type of relationship in the back, but yeah. they can still go out, do the match, do the job, get the you know, do the kayfabe, and then go their separate ways when they get in the locker room. Women, however, have you ever had a thing where you got you guys have the storyline planned out, everything's good to go. Okay, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, the final bell, and it turns into just a shit show because these women actually end up hitting each other, or actually pulling hair, or actually slapping each other, and actually like turning into a fight instead of just that is a fight. Most have you ever had to step in between them? Yeah, I, I, I had to I, I had to actually Wildcat and Monroe Jameson definitely had a feud in the past. Um, mm. you know, there was definitely some matches where there was some tension. I mean you can watch like Mylena Tigris and Brayla Jaden on the site. That was a there was some real tension in that one. Um Lizzie Liz versus Callisto Strike, there was some real tension in that one. Lizzie was extremely mad at me. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a completely different world. I mean, like, you, you set that up so well, you know, describing that. I mean, because a lot of guys don't understand that aspect, and it's not the same. That You know, they're, they are wired differently, and, it, you know, a lot of times, you know, if, if the nervousness or whatever becomes too much, they just flake, they ghost, and that's why it's so hard to carry on a storyline because even when they start getting good, you know, the thing is when they face someone who's similar, you know, or whatnot, I mean, it, you know, there, there's just different breeds of women, uh, you know what I mean? And like, you know, so, you know, a lot of them, you know, they just don't, confrontation is not their, not their, you know, not their thing. So, unless it's in a bar over a couple of shots or something, I've seen plenty of uh, female bar fights yeah, that have gotten pretty intense. When the inhibition's but... gone, when the yeah. inhibition's gone, right. But, but without the alcohol involved or whatnot, I mean, they just, you know, I mean, so, you know, different personalities, you know, different personalities. Some, Have some you more, had that, though, you know, where, like, where, like, a punch in the corner or a slap in the corner actually kind of turned into a real one, and you could tell, like, oh, no, like, this backstage hostility is starting to come out? Or, like you said, is it mostly just kind of been the awkward giggles if they don't like each other. Like, like I mean, have they, have, has yeah, it turned into we're you, we're you sitting in the back going, oh, shit, she actually <laughs> just hit her? No, that would be that. That would have been Lizzie, Liz, and Callisto for sure. Just because, like, Lizzie mm. was just so extremely irate, and she was just mean to everybody, including Callisto. She was just, uh, you know, just super duper mad at me. Um, I, you know, I didn't know what she was going to do that day. She didn't. Um, and then Briella Jaden versus Mylena Tigress. That got pretty heated. Like they, in between the falls, um, you know, they were definitely you know, doing some jiving back and forth and, um, but, you know, for the most part, no, I mean, like, you know, most of the women usually are, you know, I mean, like if if, they're very good at hiding, you know, hiding that stuff to an extent, you know what I mean? You know, Johnny, uh, we have uh, Johnny Ringo. We got about uh, two minutes here left with Johnny. Here's, here's, you know, how you were describing that, how she was mad at you and everything. Here's how I picture that. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Stripes, when John Candy was doing the mud wrestling and he uh, they took a timeout time, yeah. and all of a sudden all five girls were like, uh, they went after John Candy. Uh, that's what I picture that like. Was it a situation <laughs> like that's that? That's what you want. That's your fantasy, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. You, you, you kind of want the, uh, the bikini okay. pillow okay. fight thing going on. That, that's what I kind of want. 
Well, hey, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it, it, it's possible. I mean, like, it's definitely possible. I mean, the thing is, is, like, that would be a scripted video if we did the bikini pillow fight. But if you wanted to have, like, a five-on-one offense defense, I mean, we have two-on-one matches where, like, two girls will take on one guy. And a guy's never won that that I can remember. I mean, there might be a couple guys that survived it, but, like, they did, two, two girls and one guy, they just maul. I mean, five would be a massacre. Uh, Johnny, that sounds like a challenge. I bet you I could step up. I could beat them. Okay, um, that's excellent. Yeah, that that would be um, that would be interesting to see. Icon, however, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know because your finishing move doesn't exactly apply to women. True. 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 His his finishing move is a uh, disqualification, actually. Um, if you want to go ahead and tell him what it is, it's called junk punch him in the man business, which probably wouldn't work on a female, really. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, probably not. But you know, I, I, I yeah, I, or something. Huh? It's dumped <laughs> in. Yeah, give him, give him, give him a little bit of, give him a little bit of something. Although you know, Icon is, he's kind of our whipping boy. I mean, he he is down to do anything so i mean even if you wanted to do a humiliation style match where they're just rubbing pie in his face you know they, they, they tie him up in the corner and just like throw water balloons at him or just something something silly he is definitely down to be humiliated on television as well so now, now uh, i don't think it has to just there? be a wrestling match hmm? where are you guys located i'm, I'm in new york Dakota. yeah new york because there, there, there's a woman out there named vv lane I think it's doommaidens.com, and, and she'll mm. wrestle you in a competitive match and tie you up at the same time. <laughs> I'm down. If you so. can hook me up with her, I'm down. Yeah, I, yeah I we, 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 may, we may do that. We, 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 and we yeah, may have it, her do, it, like, podcast. Yeah, and, and I definitely think if, if we, could, we could put the Zoom aspect. Because remember, we – I structured this being a radio guy myself. Um, I, I just because what, what I do, uh, what what I do here is I use the ESPN station that I work at during the day for my sports talk show. I just use the same radio station, but I use like the back corner, like side one, so we're not on like the main main air. But so so what I could do, what I could do is it, it, we we set it up so this is like basically a radio pro- program, but. A lot of people like Howard Stern, for example, and a lot of big radio names are using Zoom. And Icon, if we, could put, if we could put this together on Zoom and sort of link the radio broadcast to the Zoom or Skype or whatever, you Google Hangouts, however you do it, um, link the video into that uh, and just, just have her kick the shit out of you for like two hours. That'd be great. That would be perfect. <laughs> I can help with some of that. I can help with the technical stuff a little bit too. So. Well, you know, Johnny, if we haven't uh, scared you way too much, hopefully uh, we can get you back on again, and uh, hopefully uh, you can bring a few uh, of your uh, your stars with you. Uh, we'd uh, we'd appreciate that. But real quick here, one more uh, time here, if our fans want to check you guys out, uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, GoFundMe, what do you got? Uh, basically, it's a, it's all female it's all female wrestling channel. Um, you could just uh, type in Google, Facebook, female wrestling channel, Twitter, wh- whatever whatever social network you're on. If you're looking for us on a social network, main website is femalewrestlingchannel.com. 
Uh, next time, uh, if, if you guys want to go ahead and set it up, uh, we can set up an interview with Monroe. Uh, have her come on next. Uh, she's going to have some uh, autographs coming your way. Um, so, uh, no, you guys are great. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll all get to know each other. Maybe we'll get to see each other's faces next time. And uh, let's make some, yeah. uh, some of these uh, match proposals a reality. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm real quick it. here, real quick here. Let me give you. Let me give you a date, uh, so uh, we can hook that up. We'll book it right now, it. and I'll write it right on the calendar if the day will work, because uh, we're we're booked up pretty solid. I'll just kick a, a person off that uh, didn't send me an autograph, and I'll have you guys on uh, instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? September twenty eighth, twenty twenty, at uh, ten fifteen Central. Uh, which is about eleven fifteen your time. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right, I will put it down right now. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Johnny, you're awesome, man. We thank you so much, and uh, we can't wait to have you on again. And we would love to promote the heck out of you. And uh, if it'll get me a lifetime membership, I'll let all the girls kick my ass for an hour and a half, or two, or three, Good. whatever. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Good, hey, good. I, I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Johnny. Actually, wait, Johnny. Before you before you go, I, Icon, how is your um, sure. how, how is your heart? Are you have a strong strong like you know? Are you good to go? I know you had some heart issues in the past. I, I've had two heart attacks. My my heart is as strong as ever. It is okay. So if we if we get the girls with like a cattle prod or like one of them handheld tasers, um, maybe maybe like some some pepper spray. You know, something like that. Uh, you'd be able to handle it. I sure would. All right. Well, let's do it then. All right. We'll see you in All the right. 20th. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. You guys, take care. Uh, uh, you too. All right. so I'm going to try and get a hold of our guests. We'll probably have to go a little over time. I know you said you didn't want to do that, but we'll, we'll give them the time that. Uh, well, we went we almost get... 40 minutes over last time. I don't want to do that, but a little over well, would we'll be fine. Do that. All right. Hold on. But anyways. I mean, it's so funny. Icon is so anxious to, uh, to you know, just just get his face out there. It doesn't even matter. Even even if he's getting his ass kicked, he just wants to get out there, you know. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of funny how he's um he's so anxious to to get in that limelight oh, yeah. stage. So um I, I you know I would see it. I, I don't know if I would pay to see it, but I but I, I would definitely want to see it. Uh, I think it would be would be uh, entertaining, to say the least. Um, oh yeah. But uh, but you know, hey, it'd be better than anything WWE's putting out lately. Let's put it that way. But so <laughs> I, Icon is trying to get just for those of you who are wondering, um, he's trying to get our guests. They're over in London. I don't know why he keeps booking international. Um, I, we always have this issue, but he does. So he's trying to get in touch with our London guests. Um, okay, guys, I, uh, I, I, have our, I have our next guest here. So if we're ready are. to go, uh, All right. we'll, uh, you we'll do your thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. This gal gives new meaning to the word, I got muscle and you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tina Flack. Hey, how are you, Tiana? I'm good in you. So, uh, we Hi. have... Hi, you're looking to... Go, go ahead, sorry, uh, go ahead. We have some... Uh... <laughs> are you listening to Tiana Flick? 
and the attitude there are live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Ulster. Awesome. So, uh, Tiana Flicks, our guest uh, here. Well, we have uh, thir- uh, about 30 minutes here with you. Uh, maybe a little less, uh, maybe a little more. We don't know. Uh, but if you want to give us a little background about it. yourself, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we can ask you some questions. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm, um, yeah, all right. So, yeah, I'm just a normal woman, married to my husband, has three uh, child, uh, and just love uh, lifting Heavy weights and um, yeah, just making a difference. Now uh, you are you're obviously would you constitute yourself as a bodybuilder or a uh, a uh, a competitor? Well, I'll I'll say both. Uh, yeah, I think the moment you walk into them and you're lifting weights and you're changing your body, you are a bodybuilder. But then I just like the competitive side of it as well. So, yeah. Now, uh, with uh, with the competitions that you do, uh, when uh, when is uh, your next uh, competition, and when was your last competition? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, right now with the lockdown, it's made a lot of things uh, very uncertain, especially here in um, South Africa right now. Seeing as we don't have pro shows, I have to get onto a plane and travel to the United States or somewhere else. So not knowing whether the borders, how the borders will be opened or what the regions will be, um, it's really hard to plan my next step. So we're just moving everything for now till um, the beginning of uh, next year. Tiana uh, Flex is our guest here. We have um, we have about 28 minutes here with Tiana. Uh, so now, the name Tiana Flex, uh, which is obviously a, a great stage name, and I love it. We won't uh, reveal your uh, real name, but uh, uh, how did uh, yeah. how did you get the nickname Tiana Flex? Well, well that was uh, graciously given to me <laughs> because I've married um, my husband. They call him Flex. So um, I actually my nickname around here is Flexi. Tiana <laughs> Flex is just is something that happened. Um, that our people just started calling me that. Uh, we just ended up running with it. Uh, like most people here, they don't know me by anything else. You say Tiana Flex, and I know who that person is. And. Uh... I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions. We'll uh, go to. Uh, we'll have Big Swing ask you a few questions, because uh, uh, Granny, yeah. uh, where she's at, they're, they're, they got a storm there going, so uh, uh, she won't be able to partake in this part of the interview. But uh, so I'm. I'm kind of curious uh, with uh, with your uh, with your competitive uh, uh, nature uh, when you're when you're in competition. Uh, do you have to uh, go through different rounds to get to uh, to get to like the the main stage, or uh, can you kind of take us through a little bit about the different competitions you have uh, when you're in a contest? Well, yeah, you know, um, 
something that we've all kind of wanted to do our whole life, but no one's really ever done it. Kind of take us how you got how you got involved in the business and, and maybe any inspirations that you had or anybody you looked up to or, or whatnot. Kind of give us uh, a little quick note to that journey. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I started when I was 26. I was already, uh, you know, my colleagues actually start off when they were really um, I was just a single mom. Um, just wanting to lose some weight. I actually was a horse trainer. So, um, and I just wanted to lose weight, and I contacted uh, Tony, which is my husband now, um, just to start training, losing weight. But I had a very competitive nature. Uh, so he asked me if I would ever compete, and I said, no, that isn't the reason why I want to do this. I just want to be fit and healthy. So um, at some point about, I think it was about seven or eight months after I started my journey, he took pictures, which he sent off to his coach. Um, and he was just like, wow, this girl has really, really good genetics. Um, and, that, and that's how my journey started towards my first show. I think I did my first show in 2000 and um, on the 8th of May. Uh, it was my first show and it was over. I, the bug has bitten me and um, I love the whole process of getting ready for a show. Um, I love the lifestyle. I love the pressure when you're uh, starting to die down and um, training hard. Um, you know, I've worked 10 years. Um, in South Africa, the sport is very small, and not just small, it's also, uh, you know, if I walk out in the street, I'm the only girl with muscle. You know, it's not like when we were in the States, when I walk into Germany, there's two or three other girls walking around with muscle. So here in South Africa, it's still very much um, slightly frowned upon. Um, I, I still love doing, you know, I still get up in the mornings and I still work out like, that um, seeing that the sport is so small in South Africa, it took me 10 years before I had the opportunity to, um, to you know, uh, receive my pro card, which was a goal. You know, I, I think, um, you know, this is why I love the sport, is I can have my life and I can do this as well. I think uh, it just gives my life a little bit more purpose. Um, you know, and you influence and motivate people um, daily um, just by being you. You know, um, so yeah, I, I received my pro card, and so my, my next goal and my journey is to be able to step onto an international stage 
where um, I I can you know stand against other pros and see how my physique will look and perform next to theirs, and then go from there. Awesome. And you said you you have to get on a plane mostly to do these shows since there's not too much going on in in South Africa in terms of uh, professionally. Where's the favorite place that you've had that you've you've had to travel to to wrestle? Is there a particular place that you just love going for this? Yeah, we love going to the States. Um, you know, we've been to Vegas. I've some people there before. I mean, we were in Vegas even on honeymoon. So, <laughs> yeah, we just love America. So, um, you know, that's, that's uh, my first show. My show that we had going to do was the Rings of Change show in Arizona. Um, and unfortunately, you know, like I said, everything is put on hold. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll have to see. Now, can you, uh, we have uh, Tiana Flex as our guest here. Can you take us through, like, a standard, uh, you know, like, uh, here in the competition, uh, you know, like, the different poses you have to do? Uh, can you tell us, uh, can you tell us what those are that you have to do during the competition? Yeah, sure. So, you have, yeah. So, you get um, your compulsory poses, which is side, front, and rear, uh, just standard standing poses. Then you have your front double biceps, uh, which you, you, um, you know, the, your physique will have to be, they're looking for more of an extra physique, meaning wider shoulders, round, you know, rounder quads, and then your smaller waist, which we call the x cup. Um, and then from the front double biceps, you have the side chest. Um, and also have the tricep bone. And then when you turn around, you have your um, rear double biceps. So, so which they also look at how the glute size tie in the hamstring and they find your, in your back development. Now, uh, and then obviously also the cross. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, also, the class that I do... Uh, okay. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll let Smith and I'll ask my question. <laughs> no, it's fine. The class that I do is not a... The girls are really lean, but they have a more feminine, uh, softer look uh, against a bodybuilder look. Um, so it's soft lines. You know, it's uh, showing muscles... Uh, a definition, but it's not as grainy, and the and you know the girls' faces are a little bit softer. Uh, for those of uh, Tiana Flex, I guess now for those of you who uh, have uh, don't know what uh, Tiana looks like, I can let you know uh, that uh, she has muscles on her muscles, and uh, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, you 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 have uh, what we call here in the states a six pack. When guys like me and Big Swing have a keg, so uh, you know it's it's really cool uh, with, with your look. Now, is there uh, for for uh, for a competition? Uh, do you have to uh, do you have to qualify to get in the competition, or do you just go there? 
Well, right now, uh, you know, I can just go. They call them pro qualifiers. Uh, so if I have a, a, a pro straight, I can just sort of, um, you register for the year and you let the, the, the Ivy Pro League know which shows you want to do. And uh, you, you get up and go. Right now, I don't have to qualify like try when I was a, a uh, amateur, what you have to do is compete at your regional shows, and from there have to uh, go to a, a pro qualifier where you receive your pro call. Um So right now, uh, luckily for me, that is sort of uh, not something I have to do now. I can just choose my shows and that. And I'm, I'm kind of curious. How, how my- much can you? How much can you bench? <laughs> Everybody asks me that, but uh, um, well, about two hundred, two hundred pounds. So basically, you can bench press me. Yeah, basically, if I try not to, to go too heavy. A lot of girls train a lot heavier. For me, uh, I concentrate more on form and muscle activation training, a little bit slower. Um, yeah. And uh, when you decided that uh, this was going to be, uh, you know, what you wanted to do, uh, you know, you obviously didn't, uh, you obviously weren't born with uh, the muscle that you have now. But uh, how long did it take you uh, to, uh, uh, in training, uh, to get the body that you have now? And by the way, it is, I know you're married. I understand that, but it is amazing. It is an amazing body. And your husband is just a damn lucky guy. But how long did it take you to get your your physique the way it is? Well, I started training in 2009. So, it's, well, July 2009. So it's just under 11 years um, doing the same things. I think that's the, the main thing. You know, it's, it's not just 11 years. It's 11 years every day. You know. Well, Icon got cut off. Um, he was on the WhatsApp app, honestly. Um, for those of you who are still listening, if he calls back in, we will go a little overtime, and you can download the episode to hear that uh, afterwards. But if not, uh, obviously I'm going to have to sit here. Uh, so I will give him a little bit to, to call back in. I'll go a couple minutes over the overtime here. And, uh, and yeah. Um, but anyway, it's been a great Memorial Day for everybody. And it, it's been a, a lot of great interviews today. So, uh, you know, and this, this, this is our interview show. So that's what we do. We are here to sort of, you know, go over the independent wrestling, and we are here to talk about, you know, a lot of other great things as well. So tune in next week, and we will talk to you then. Again, this Monday night. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it. You back out okay. with us here, Icon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Tiana. We got uh, cut off. Uh, 
Uh, Big Swing, I don't know how much you heard, but uh, I was just uh, mentioning that yeah. uh, if you haven't seen what Tiana looks like, she looks a lot like Alexa Bliss. Oh, wow. Okay. But with more muscle. So uh, back to the original yeah. question. Uh, now, yeah. the, you know, the COVID-19, uh, you're, you're – you're currently, where are you currently at right now? Well, we're uh, we're in South Africa. Now, uh, has has the coronavirus uh, hit really bad there, or not really? Well, it is at this moment. Uh, we don't have that many infections. I think uh, we went into a lockdown very early, um, just as the first. Uh, signs of it was yeah that put us um, on um, on lockdown. Um, only stores that open were your food stores. You couldn't do anything else. You had to stay home. Um, and then they only started lifting it up now about two weeks ago. They started stopping after lockdown, but the um, the infection rate right now is about a thousand thousand one hundred per day. That gets infected, so it's 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 climbing at this moment. Um, but they have started opening up um, the the economy, yeah, opening up the stores and all of that. So that's why it's so hard uh, planning because you don't. It's just something not in your control. So, you know, we have a few right here in the garage that we're trying out of because gyms are closed. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, coping with it at the moment because also in my family, for instance, um, both of us are personal trainers. So that is how we make our money. So, yeah, we're just uh, rolling with it at the moment. Now, the other thing I was kind of curious, you know, with your uh, with uh, your competitions, uh, is there uh, do you uh, do you get to uh, pick what you wear on stage, or uh, do you have like uh, companies that sponsor you? Say, uh, we'll pay you thousand dollars to wear a swimsuit on stage. Uh, do you ever get endorsements like that? Uh, well, I have a, a sponsor, for instance, that um, makes my. Um, show bikini um, but at this moment um, like I said it's really hard to find sponsors in South Africa itself because um, you are not their target market uh, so uh, let's say more bikini girls will find more sponsorship here here in South Africa just because the normal girl outside um, her home walls wants to look like that you know so for me it's really tough finding a sponsorship just because I they feel that I'm not as marketable as uh, the other girls are. Well, I suppose it's because you can kick their butt, I suppose, right? Or not? Sorry? Yeah, well, I was thinking the reason why... Uh, uh, well, I was kind of uh, trying to make a joke there. Maybe it wasn't funny, but... Uh, so, but anyway... So, uh... <laughs> Your uh, your uh, next uh, your next competition. Uh, you don't know when that's going to be, then, correct? No, unfortunately not. Um, like I said, the state ha- um, has planned on opening up some of their shows in August, uh, or September. 
but the problem with here at the moment is um, the borders. You know, it's flying, it's getting there. Um, and then also, you know, putting yourself at risk when, when you're doing that um, at the moment. So we just put everything on hold for the year. Like I, but I, I'm keeping on, I'm training, working on some of my weaknesses and um, building that up. And then the plans are for the first, first possible show next year that I can do. That's 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 awesome, and it's, it's in a way it's kind of sad too at the same time because you know you want to get out there and compete, and you you, you know you can't compete. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, we we have a few, we got a few more minutes here left with you, Tiana. So if our fans wanted to check you out and watch you and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a what do what do you got? Well, yes, I have Instagram, which you can guys check out. It's Tiana Flex One or Tiana Flex RGB Pro. Um, Facebook is Tiana uh, Flex. Um, I've just got it up on my YouTube, uh, so that's uh, that's still um, building. So yeah. Um, Facebook is Tiana Flex. Flex it. Then uh, Instagram is Tiana Flex underscore IFBB Pro. That's awesome. Now, uh, you know, uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, we had uh, talked about uh, doing, uh, sending us some autographs for giveaways. I know that uh, you'll get to that whenever you can, but, uh, you know, uh, with all, with all this being said and all this stuff, you know, with all the coronavirus and all this, and uh, you know, not being able to compete and all that, uh, do you uh, do you find that uh, you still have the same kind of training schedule, or uh, is it a little less than it used to be, or do you train even harder until uh, you get to your next competition? Uh, well, you know what? Right now, I still train really hard. The game plan has just changed. You know, so. Meaning that uh, instead of just uh, you know going in and trying to lean out, um, we're focusing more on certain areas of development, you know, and getting the body ready for when it is time. You know, it's always getting time. It's just the 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 process is just different. You know, your goal is just slightly different. And uh, did you uh, a couple a couple more questions here? Uh, and then we can uh, wrap this up because I know yes. it's very early uh, in your neck of the woods there. Don't worry. Uh, so, if uh, did you ever think of wanting to uh, become a trainer and train uh, gals to compete in uh, uh, this kind of uh, competitive environment? Well, yes. Um, my husband and I both are personal trainers, uh, and we do have a few athletes. But once again, you know, when we come to South Africa, when I get on stage here, we are five goals. You know, so people are really afraid that if they train like with someone like me, that they'll end up looking like someone like me, you know? So, uh, you know, in that sense, South Africa is really, really tough and hard on, on athletes like me. Uh, so, I mean, I do have athletes, or, and not just athletes, but um, clients just coming to train with me. 
just one thing to do is like and feel better about themselves. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I, uh, you know, uh, I've seen many pictures of you myself, and uh, I, to be honest with you, uh, I don't see why any girl would not want to look like you. I mean, it's uh, it's just amazing, and uh, you you take really good well, care of yourself, which is obvious. But uh, 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 real qu- uh, one last question here, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Uh, if uh, one of our listeners out there. Uh, Decides that, you know, after uh, hearing you and uh, are inspired by you, they wanted to get into this kind of uh, competitive lifestyle. What advice would you give to them? You know what? Um, I feel that in this this sport, you know, if you can motivate one person just to be better, you you can go home with a smile. You know, I am... I just feel that the advice I would have is just get up every day and do what you need to do. I know that the goal might seem far, but if you get up every day and you do what you need to do before you know it, you are at your goal and you have reached it. So never give up. Do what you can. Do your best that you can. And uh, one other uh, one other question, you know, with uh, with uh, your 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 body build and your body style, have you uh, have you been uh, in uh, any of those uh, muscle magazines or anything like that, uh, either on the cover or uh, in a featured article? Um, I've been in a couple of um, internet, well, online magazines, um, and then I've been in um, a local um, local magazine as well. That's awesome. Uh, Tiana Flex is our guest here. Uh, we got about uh, 60 seconds, so we need to wrap it up. But uh, I'll tell you what, Tiana, we uh, sorry about the, the delay in getting you on. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, things happen, but we were able to get you on, and we, uh, we do appreciate uh, you taking time on your schedule. And uh, like I say, in your case, it's very early in the morning there, and uh, uh, I was always told yeah. if uh, if a gal could bench press, you don't tick her off, and I think I did that by uh, by having <laughs> calls early morning. But we do appreciate uh, what you do to us, and uh, not do to us, or you could do to us, uh, do for us, and we appreciate you taking time out of your uh, your sleep schedule to join us. Uh, we appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for taking the time of showing me up and uh, taking interest in. Who I am. Uh, uh, that is really much appreciated. All right, Tiana, we love you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a have a great uh, afternoon. Thank you. Bye bye. Tiana Flex, ladies and gentlemen. What? Hey, I'll tell you what. We had another great show. Wouldn't you say they're a big swing? Except for the time I got cut off and didn't realize it. Yeah. No. It was awesome. It was a great Memorial Day, and, uh, you know, we we always do it big here. That's <laughs> kind of what we're known for. we got a big one coming next week as well. Check out the Facebook page during the week to uh, perhaps find out who that's going to be. And uh, stay safe out there on this uh, strange coronavirus pandemic we have. And uh, hopefully, if you make it the next week, we'll see you then. Dead man walking. You've done it now.